entertained? Are you not entertained? I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. What's up, Video Landers? I'm your host, Kyle Brown, bringing you episode 283. It's a versus. It's going to be Ong Bak versus The Protector. And I've got two gentlemen here with me today. Matt and Nathan. And we are going to be rocking these to go into our, uh, I guess, tournament of sorts that yeah. Brad kind of oh, yeah. sprung on us when we were doing <laughs> your marathon. Um, which has things like Enter the Dragon, Crouching Hunt, Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Bloodsport, and Clan of the White Lotus in it already. So we're going to figure out which of the two movies that we're talking about tonight, these Tony Jaa movies, are going to end up in there. What do you guys think of uh, these movies? This little little thing. Not Don't go too into detail. Right. We're going to go into that later, but, you yeah. know, just talk about it a little bit. Well, this is the first time I've seen either of these movies. Same, I've been same. wanting to get around to watching Tony Jaa for a while now. I've been He's been on my radar for several years now. I just never got around to it, so this gave me a good excuse. And uh, I like both of these movies. I had a lot of fun with them. So we'll, we'll get into it, but I'll just leave it at that for right now. Yeah, I, I really, i had never seen any Tony Jaa movies. Mm-hmm. And we went into this and I was talking to Rachel the other night. She's like, have you seen either of these? I was like, no. Well, I was like, well, I saw Protector. It's, got, it's like 1985. It's got fucking Jackie Chan in it. <laughs> and she's like, fuck, I'll watch that one. And I was like, all right, let's watch it. And I'm like, hold up. <laughs> it's The Protector, uh-huh. 2005. Very different. Totally different film. So... <laughs> But these movies had like but Australian. They were both good. <laughs> but these movies had like Australian connections in it. They that, did. That was kind of weird. That's legitimate know. though. I actually <laughs> looked up on uh, online to see if there actually is a decent Thai population in mm-hmm. Australia, and there is. So oh, that oh there is. There is. <laughs> oh, there is. Oh, there is. Does your wife talk about this all the time. <laughs> uh, I'm familiar. I've I've been to Sunshine. I've <laughs> there's a yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, okay. We don't want to go down that path. Cool. No, not all especially. Right. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, our two films, like we already said uh, tonight, are Tony Jaa movies that we're trying to kick into this tournament. Our first one up is Ong Bak, the Thai Warrior from 2003, directed by Pratya Pinkao. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty Starring good Tony Jaa and Pachtai Wong Kamlao. Uh, it's got a Rotten Tomato score, 86%, and IMDb of 7.2. Those are going to be our highs on both of these. The other one, as we went over, is The Protector, yes. not Protector. Uh, the Protector from 2005, directed by Pratya Pinkao, again, I guess. Uh, Tony Jaa, and again, Pinchai Wong Kam Lao. That's pretty uh, good, man. I think so. You've been I, practicing. I, no, I have not. I'm just looking at it, going phonetically. Just <laughs> uh, Rotten Tomato score of 54%. And an IMDb of 7.1. So, really? pretty so low it's... on Rotten Tomatoes, but pretty high on IMDb. And the, huh, that surprises me. The user score on Rotten Tomatoes was was up there and pretty was close it? to Ongbox, too. So, critics okay. didn't really like the, the elephant story, I guess. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, people seem to like it. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Since this is a versus, we are going to kick things off with our fan favorite. And it's not a fan favorite. It's just the film location. <laughs> it might be a fan favorite. I don't get the feedback. This is all Brad. I'm just throwing this shit on the wall and seeing what sticks. <laughs> but we're going to start with film location. Matt, kick us off. Okay. So right off the bat, my best film location is a tie. Whoa. Uh, yep. I'll use my first tie. Uh, first is the Kham Tuan's Mountain Cave hideout in Ang Bak. Uh-huh. That was pretty good. I, yeah, I thought it did a great job of using the space for Ting's fights for Kam Tuan to plot his endgame, and for George to sacrifice himself in honor of his sacred village. 
There's foreboding lighting and nice cinematography, I thought, as well as the architecture of the wooden platforms and the placement of the Ongbok head in the inner, inner sanctum. It's just great looking space. Uh, and then the second one uh, is uh, Madame Rose's throne room in the Protector. Oh, yeah. It's massive. It's also foreboding due to the dim lighting, full of impressive sculptures. And, of course, it features the ultimate set piece, the decorated bones of Com's <laughs> dead elephant friend. Yeah. Great location for a final battle. Both of these mm. were, and that's why I had to give him a tie for best location. Nice. Okay. So, my... First of all... It was so hard to find like names of things for this. Like yep. even like like I'll get into it later when I have to when I have to like call out like, hey, I like this actor. No idea who it is. Because like you go under these you go it's under, like, Tony Jaw and then just blank and pictures. Then just, <laughs> yeah, blank pictures. I can't find you can type in the name of the the, the, the I typed in each actor's name at into one point Google? and it, into like Google Images and it's just pictures of Tony Jaw. <laughs> like I know he didn't play every fucking character, but anyway. He's not an I don't know. Type. The po- the point is I don't know the name of this place, but it's that secret VIP area that he fights th- in the back of the restaurant uh-huh. where he fights his way through it that long ass handy cam shit yeah, for like 5 okay. minutes. The at the back of Johnny and Rose's restaurant. Right. Uh-huh. That fortressy type VIP area. Mm. I loved that. Yeah. I love the shots, I love mm. the fight, I love just I don't understand the architecture of it. Like, you walk into a restaurant and you go downstairs and then there's, like, ten fucking stories somehow yeah, of, like, like, a fortress with a restaurant on top. I don't know, but it's just, it left a lot of... Animal cages and with, people like, cages. Animal ca- How do you get an elephant up there? <laughs> I don't know. Got- I mean, one of them was the baby elephant. Yeah, so that oh, helped, yeah, yeah, yeah. The big elephant, I, I mean, don't know. It, we can use that baby elephant for reference to how they get things places yeah. later. Because yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite scene maybe in yeah. any movie ever. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's my best location. I thought that was everything about that scene was fucking awesome. Absolutely. Uh, I I also had that throne room, but I didn't go there because I kind of went with the generic uh, place in Ongbok, just that underground fighting oh, place. Fighting. Yeah, yeah. Just because it's like it, you've seen it in tons of movies, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's not yeah. really that special. But they do a good job of making it feel like really alive and kind of real. Like there's a cast of weird fucking characters oh, that yeah. he like goes through a gauntlet on, like. <laughs> Yeah. Big Bear, Godzilla, Pearl Harbor, Mad Dog, <laughs> Pearl Harbor, yeah. Mad, like just the stupidest names of people. Oh, this yeah. is like it's probably the best fighting like that happens within this movie. Is just just like, running that gauntlet <laughs> in that little area, and like I guess there's a press box where the, the yeah, bad yeah. guys. Like, I don't quite understand that, and then they somehow get a boxing ring in there the like third time they go down there. Oh, that's that's or is that in a completely Burmese different border. place. That's a oh, Jesus, place. like oh man, the, this. These movies are, like, really confusing to watch. They, they are at times. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed them. I watched them both twice because it was very confusing. Mm-hmm. But, like, like I, had I not watched them twice, this would have just felt like one long movie. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I watched a four-hour long movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I really like that underground uh, fighting area just because there's some, like, cool fucking action that goes on down in there. But I do love the throne room and, like, the dead elephant and... Mm-hmm. The giant glass plane, <laughs> pain that an elephant gets thrown through. Oh by a man! Band. Yeah. Which which uh, I we'll love, but that. we're gonna get to that multiple times for me. <laughs> All right, Matt. Next up is best character. So best character for me had to be George in Ong Bak. He's basically a gambling addict, but he's also a loyal friend of both Mui and Ting. Mm-hmm. 
and he's the one who ends up saving their lives on more than one occasion. His goofy personality is fun to watch, and he has a great character arc from bump to hero. He's just great. He has a lot of great one-liners, which we're also going to get to later, mm -hmm. and he's a lot of fun, so that's why I get my best character. Yeah. He's my best character as yeah. well. I love that he, like, he, he constantly is saying, like, just trust me, just trust me. Mm -hmm. Like, how does anybody in your life trust you at all? You like fuck a up massive every turn. Shit. <laughs> like, yeah. You're good at losing more than you are at winning. Right. So. Like, as soon as I go into the bathroom, you steal all my shit and go fucking gamble it away. Uh -huh. You're like, oh, just trust me, trust me. Like, I'll pay you back. It's a loan. I'll pay you back. No, like... <laughs> but no, I, he's a scoundrel. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I like that his dad still thinks he's going to be a monk. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I love when you, when you get to the town and you see him and he's like, oh, he's clearly not a monk. Absolutely. You know? uh, but yeah, he has that redemptive kind of arc, yeah. which is fun. Mm -hmm. um, and it's clean sweet for Humble nice. George. Uh, he's a really fun character. Like, to me, like, he's the best actor in both of these movies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, he's really fucking just charming. And I know we're, talk we're not talking about acting, but, like, mm -hmm. he brings those characters out. Like, they are, like, for sure. the goofy, weird characters in both of these movies, like, in a movie that like everyone's pretty serious but he's yeah. he's the comedic relief mm. and he does a really good job with that and he brings emotional points in both of the movies right. too but i just like the the character arc more of humlai george like with this this whole situation where like he he can't go back to his village because he's like he's he's a piece of shit yeah. and, and like he's just he's dishonored his whole mm. village but like there's still parts of the village and like his old life that's a part of him and that's why he like when he ting meet he meets ting his cousin you know after all these years he's just kind of like I'm, I'm trying to stay away from you because, like, I can't get back involved with this. But then, like, he gets pulled into it. And he, he goes and sacrifices himself in the end, you know, for mm. just a fucking statue, a head statue to, you know, bring some peace and tranquility back to the, the fucking homeland mm. uh, instead of going and being some sort of uh, monk or clergyman, you know, that his dad really wanted him to be. He, right. he, he he got that arc. He got to he got to do what his dad wanted him to do without fully going that, that mm. length. So I really like George. Next up, we have Best Duo. Well, Best Duo are going back to George, and it's George and Mue and Ang Bak. Even there, though they are friends, I felt they had a really sweet sibling-like relationship. Uh, they seem to truly love each other as such. Uh, George likes to rag on Mue just as much as Mue likes to tease George. George is very protective of Moe, though, and my favorite instance of that is when he pretends to frisk her at the end of the Beyond Lucky card game that she has. <laughs> yeah. uh, she clearly cheated, and her opponent might have killed her if George hadn't stepped in. It's a funny moment, but also one that displayed their strong bond. And then, of course, you have Moe sobbing over George's death. Uh, she clearly loves him at that point. You can tell that. Uh, Moe sells that, and uh, it's just a very strong relationship to me. That's why I had to give it a best duo. Yeah. I, I don't mind it. Moy drives me fucking crazy. Like, really? Oh my god! Like you you watch like Will and Grace, right? <laughs> sure. You know like the her like Grace's assistant Karen, mm -hmm. and she has that fucking annoying voice. Like that's Moy's voice all the fucking time. Like she's a Thai Karen from Will and Grace. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> irritates the shit all out right. of me. All right. No, it's just that her voice just fucking drives me crazy. Uh, I went okay. I don't know the guy's fucking name. Is the point I'm trying to get? Okay. So, cool. so it's, come Tuan, the the guy that the guy with huh. the fucking larynx yes. thing and his like rival his like gambling rival yeah, the guy's no, okay. in the press I, box. Don't, I don't even, I don't they even they know if they say, say his name okay. like yeah. it's like these are just action movies like there's probably like no, I know, three like, pages worth of dialogue so I went like through, I swear knows. to god I spent 
45 minutes trying to figure out this guy's fucking name. <laughs> I went through the entire cast listing and I just like couldn't find shit. <laughs> so I'm just like, Comtuan and gambling rival Ongbok. <laughs> I love, they have this, like, they remind me of those two old guys in the Muppets. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Stadler and Waldorf. <laughs> I love that you know their names. Yeah. But how could I not? <laughs> I don't. Well, so, I do. Okay, well, that, I guess that doesn't surprise me. So <laughs> I love that they're, you know, he's like, I'll give you a 10 to 1 odds. And then he just shits on that guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, and he wins like $10 million. Um, they, every time the rival guy wins, he's like ecstatic about it. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? He's just won like millions and millions of you know. Dollars. You can tell he loses more than he wins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, get fucked. You just lost so much money. Uh, no, every time they're on screen, I think it's it's funny, man. Mm. Even though I don't really understand how the fights are supposed to work, like where you know, so so they bet like ten million dollars. I'll give you two to one, and then. Ting has to fight this gauntlet of fucking people, yeah. and then Kumpon just like gives the guy a knife. Like, yeah. surely that invalidates the bet. <laughs> and if, 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 if he wins, surely you don't like you gave him a fucking knife. Like, it doesn't even make sense. Like, he just, people just show up, and he's like, they're just like, all right, I guess we're just gonna randomly pick a fighter. <laughs> I, well, I guess. Well, when, when fucking Mad Dog comes out, and he just throws everything, uh-huh. like. Imagine fighting that motherfucker in an Ikea store. He'd <laughs> fuck you up, Kyle. <laughs> like, he doesn't need to fight me in an Ikea he store. Like, it's just anywhere. You pick a fight with that guy. I would love to see that. <laughs> Dude just goes fucking ape shit on every, on like, every uh, piece of furniture. He just starts with like a handshake and then just beats him over the head with a glass <laughs> bottle. Yeah. It's like, man, that guy's a dirty fuck. Um, <laughs> for me, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Matt. Yeah. I like uh, George and Moy. I don't find her annoying at all. I think she's Crazy. very lovely and beautiful. A lovely and She's beautiful. a lovely, beautiful individual. Um, Please. But I like that, like, their relationship sort of doesn't make sense, like, on, on the outside. You know, kind of like you look at George and Marty in Back to the Future, like, it doesn't really make sense that they hang out, but, like, you kind of buy it. Like, right, right. And it's like, she's a college student. He's this fucking, like, drug-dealing, like, <laughs> scam artist. Like, how did they come to be? Yeah, <laughs> Common bonds, both like your gambling. I guess. Yeah, but, I guess, like, she's, she's, like, she's, like, going someplace. Like, uh-huh. she's actually, like, got a life ahead of her, but, like, is bringing herself down to hang out with him and, like, steal money from gamblers and yeah. fake drugs and mm-hmm. all this shit. Um, but I like that, the, like, they do have, like, a good chemistry. Like, the scene when he comes back after he gets caught with the fake drugs and he's, like, he's, like, they took all the money and she's, like, bullshit. Yeah. And he, like, <laughs> takes off his helmet and he's, like, oh, you think I kicked my own fucking ass? <laughs> like, no. And they're just, like, going back and forth. And it's it's a really good, like, banter between the two of them. I thought they had just uh, really fun chemistry. And, like, the, the pat-down scene during the, mm-hmm. the card game was really fun. Mm-hmm. All right, sir. Our next category is the best villain or antagonist. All right, best villain antagonist. I had to go with Comtuan and Angbok. His look is very interesting, of course, with the wheelchair and the World of War amplifier. He's not particularly handsome, but I thought he had a distinctive hairstyle, and mustache, and a nice. I think he's a handsome. He's fella. handsome. Good guy. <laughs> enough More handsome than a lot of villains you get. Yeah, there you a, go. Thank you. He has a pretty good wardrobe as too. He's not like exactly a snappy dresser, but for what he is, it for looks what pretty you got good. Got, got that sexy got. Stephen Hawking voice going. Yes. <laughs> Uh, mostly, though, he has great villain moments, blowing smoke out of the hole in his neck, declaring that he is God, and constantly insulting Ting over his quest to recover the head of Ong Bak. Moreover, he doesn't have any love for Don or any of his other underlings. He beats the crap out of them if they fail. So that makes him even more of a scumbag, and I just love it. So that's why he gets personal. <laughs> I just, I love his scumbaggery. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> nice, to look, nice to see. Because so, he's so handsome. Yes. 
I, I don't mind Comtuan. I think for me, what kind of takes me out of it is that like, so once you've lost like $10 million, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You've lost like $10 million and this tank keeps fucking showing up and, he, and now he's fucking, he's fucking with your business. And then why doesn't he just be like, give the fucking head back to him? Why don't you be like, hey, I want that guy on my team. He doesn't even go that route with it. Right. I just, I feel, I, it really like, they, they go all in on the like dickery where like, you don't, what do you give a fuck about this head? No, he even says he doesn't care about the head. Yeah. 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 uh, yeah. Just fuck, if I were him, I'd be telling that dude like, Give him the fucking head back and, like, make this shit right. You know what I mean? Like, you're fucking up my business it, it so should, hard. It should like, be very John Wick when he's like, he's like, no, like, I don't want to fucking deal with this. Someone right, else exa- fucked up. Yeah. Like, leave me alone. Right. <laughs> like, no, exactly. <laughs> um, but, even, but even if it were not, if, if it weren't for that, I would have still said Madame Rose. I think Madame Rose she is, is a cool good. fucking yeah. villain, man. Like, mm-hmm. the whip at the end was cool. She, like, poisons her nephews or cousins or whatever yeah. it is like she kills them at the, at the dinner table it's like look look well yeah, they're it's like her younger brother and like a third second is that what it is yeah, yeah. yeah and she's like yeah i mean they're you know okay so like the, the most worthy successors are dead now so mm. i guess it's me <laughs> anybody yeah. else no okay, no okay i guess, I guess it. it's me <laughs> so i just she's a fucking scumbag man yeah. i mean like i gotta go with madame rose yeah i i also went with madame rose i thought she had like a, a cool look like i i Madame Rose is a lady boy, right? Bro, she is transsexual. Okay. The wait, film, wait, what? She what is. is. Because they, they throw little hints out, like, multiple times. When do like, they throw she, little hints she out? She serves the, the, one, that, the one dude soup, and he's, like, talking about how it tastes like earthworms. And he's like, you know yeah. how earthworms are both genders, but they're neither, they're also neither really, or really neither. And then there's uh, another, when they're talking about the business and taking it over, he's like, well, it should go to the, the firstborn son. And then he's like, points to the, the young kid, not her. Yeah. I didn't catch that. Yeah, and then there's there's a couple of like other small things where they're like it's very like clear that she's supposed to be a lady boy, but they don't come out and say really? it. Well, it's also huh. a transgender actress. Yeah, and that's her, what I assume. Her story's pretty interesting. I was looking up also on Wikipedia. Um she's one of only three uh people, transgender women in China that China actually recognizes, mm-hmm. which does not surprise me at all because of China's very strict uh policy on like gender roles and all that mm-hmm. huh uh, but she's managed to carve out a career for herself i mean not in film but like in a tv hosting career so i thought that was pretty cool too well she's a very attractive yeah, yeah but like, but like, like even, right. even when she first showed up i was like is the twist gonna be that this is actually a man no, like there's like little there. hint, huh. and they didn't go yeah. there like they I brought it they that. like they they threw the little hints at but they never like fully went there wow i uh, never thought i didn't yeah, on yeah, that at all yeah. wow yeah. okay um and very convincing, like, uh, really great, like, not just as a woman, I mean, like, as a villain, like, is right. this the, this cold fucking individual, yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. like, murders her younger brother so that he can't take the throne, murders, like, the business-savvy cousin so that he can't take the yeah, throne, yeah. like, just hires these, like, hulking fucking, like, Australian white dudes <laughs> to fucking throw elephants through windows yeah. and oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Like, she has this restaurant that's just supposed to be, like... Oh, we're giving you this pity restaurant to run just because, like, we want to give you something, but we're kind of ashamed of you, kind of thing, yeah, too. Yeah. And, like, she's got, like, exotic animals being, like, murdered and sold out of the back. Like, hey, you want some fucking, you want some fucking armadillo or scorpion for appetizers? Cool, that's what we got. And then, like, below that, there's, like, a fucking sex ring of just, like, women, like, right, locked yeah. up underneath, which we'll get to that later, too. Yeah. <laughs> He takes off a... <laughs> I thought, yeah, he, he, he walks off Mark, just then, Mark, and then like... <laughs> what the fuck? We'll get there. Um, 
But yeah, and then she has this like <laughs> fucking like leather dominatrix outfit thing, like yeah. fighting in high heels, like beating people in the face with a fucking whip. Like that's just some fucking cool shit right there. Yeah. I, I don't care. I, I love Madame cool, Rose. Man. Like yeah. I don't like a lot about the protector, but Madame Rose was really fucking cool. All right, next category is the opposite of best villain or best uh, antagonist, hero. but our best hero or protagonist. Best hero protagonist, I win with Ting and Ang Bak. At face value, he's only fighting to recover Stonehead, and it seems like a ridiculous quest, but I respect Ting for his persistence, and I do respect that the village really loves the head and it means a lot to him. Uh, he doggedly tracks down Don throughout Bangkok, dispatching mini goons in his wake. He seems to have a particular soft spot for women, uh, most notably when Big Bear tries to provoke Ting into fighting him, and uh, then he fights him because he's picking on the waitress. Uh, he beats the crap out of a skinny TIE fighter. That doesn't do it, but yeah, like I said, he fights the waitress, and Ting decides he has to step in. And, uh, he's just a fun protagonist overall. Um, I mean, a lot of that has to do with Tony Jaw, but still, he's, that, I still have to give him best protagonist. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get any... This is a tie for me. Mm -hmm. They're, like, the same fucking character. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, they are, like, this... I can't differentiate characteristics of this character from that character. They're both, like, I'm gonna do any fucking thing. I don't care if I die to, to get that head back or that yeah. elephant back, and that's mm -hmm. exactly what happens. Like, mm -hmm. so I... There's nothing that stands out for me on either side, so I went with the tie. Uh, I, I went with Ting, just because, I, I mean, uh, like we mentioned, like, he's, uh, Com saves Mark, but leaves all those sex slave women, <laughs> leaves all those animals. They get saved. Do the, they? The news is there, like, fucking five minutes later. They do the, they do the recap. But on did the he know that was gonna fucking happen? <laughs> no! Sure. He saves Mark and leaves. <laughs> So that's fucking <laughs> shitty, just to begin with. But also, like, uh, Ting, like, is he's a he's pretty much a pacifist. Other than when shit, yeah. like, he's the only like two fights he actually starts without him being involved are when women start to get their ass kicked. <laughs> like when a woman gets punched in the face, he fucking goes off and he's like, "No, we don't hit bitches." <laughs> like, just goes off and like yeah. fucking destroys everyone around him. Like his <laughs> his plight to save like his whole village from this, like, Temple of Doom type thing where they're missing their fucking stone and their village is dying, <laughs> like, is a much better plight than just, like, eh, I gotta save this elephant because that's all I have in my life is a fucking elephant. Like I don't know. I don't know. I, I, like, like I, I, I was just so, like, whatever with it just because mm. it just... He didn't even really care that his dad fucking died. He was more worried about the fucking elephant. Like, yeah, he never said. His, it. Well, he does say you killed my father, he but he does. usually starts it's off. Not Diego Montoya though. Like, that should be he. Like, he should be getting right. revenge for his father's death. But like, he's like, nah, I just, I just want to save the elephant, and I don't know. But I, I just not a big fan of Com. Uh, I, I liked, I liked Ting a lot more. So I went with him. Thought he was a lot more uh, realistic and and actually had a reason to be a hero. Mm. All right, Matt. Best. Kill. Uh, best kill, I had to go with a very creative one. Uh, Don, and that is Don killing Ngek and Anbak by shoving cocaine mm. in her face. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. yeah. It's extremely cruel, though surprisingly inventive, and proves that Don is a sick motherfucker. Yeah. Plus, his personal, <laughs> emotional kill. Well, I felt most of the other kills were very impersonal. It's basically the results of, like, Tony Jaw kicking people or just uh, vehicles blowing up or stuff like that. But this one is a really personal one. Uh, it's unique also because it's not action oriented. It's also I felt that was yeah. surprising because of what lead what leads up to it. Mm -hmm. uh, the preceding moments are so sexually charged, 
with Don removing Ingek's blouse and staring at her lustfully, you think that they're going to fuck, but instead he kills her. <laughs> and that portrayal I felt adds another level of cruelty. And it's just, yeah, it's a messed up kill, so I had to give it that my golden idol. I don't know that he dies, but I have they're, to imagine like, he's fucking some people up, but not a lot of people right. die in these movies. Yeah. I don't know that the, I don't know that Ting actually like, kills this guy. But, like, this guy kicks him, and he grabs his leg, and then he, like, jumps up and fucking snaps his uh, leg off. Yeah. Like, uh, like holy like shit, I don't know if that guy's dead, but he ain't happy. We just watched like, a man's arm get brutally broken. Now we have to watch this guy's leg get broken. He, like, like snaps uh, it the fuck off. Yeah, like, like knee upward. Like, yeah. Uh, God, oh, man, that fuck. was fucked up. Like, anyway, Ong Bak, Ting grabs a dude and snaps his fucking leg off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Fuck. I hate it. Awesome. I hated it. Oh, no. I couldn't watch it. Uh, <laughs> I knew it was coming the second time. I was like, oh, fuck. I gotta look away. Like, that would bother me. That's like a fucking foot hobble and misery shit. I can't watch that. Um, my favorite kill was in Ong Bak, and it's when the giant fucking head crushes come to oh, yeah, It just yeah. fucking, like, mm-hmm. it's just sitting there, and, like, he's a guy who's, like, wheelchair bound, so he's, like, not in the wheelchair at this point, but he's, like, sitting there, and he's, like, I can't fucking do anything. Right, like, right. This head's gonna just fucking destroy me. And it's not yeah. just the idea that, like, this giant Ong Bak head, like, just fucking falls and crushes him, but it's, like, like the shot itself is really fucking cool because that yeah, does not look true. fake in any way. Like, no. I have a feeling yeah. they actually fucking, like, destroyed <laughs> someone with a giant, like, fake well, head or something. they set fucking Tony Jaw on fire yeah, and they, they did. somebody. <laughs> yeah, Thailand doesn't have a whole lot of rules. <laughs> I mean, they just, just do don't shit. Have like, don't ask forgiveness, not permission. That's what they do there. Um, and this, like, it's just a cool shot. I just, I, I rewound that a few times just to watch that fucking head just fucking fall yeah. on him. It's pretty cool. It's nice for the character, too. It's this, like, karmic... Yeah, you know what I mean? He's like, well, I'm yeah. God, and blah, blah, blah. When he gets fucking crushed by this Buddha head. You right, know what I mean? Like, that's that fucking too. cool. Yeah. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right, Matthew. We are at our favorite category. This is a fan this favorite. This one is. definitely is a fan favorite, and it is called, What the Fuck? <laughs> WTF. Uh... We're going to go over a couple here. Don't give us your winner yet. Just okay. kind of some of your... You've got to have a couple. I have more than that. So you're I, just going to do a couple at a time. Do, what, do sure, all yeah, of them you, except you. your fucking winner, man. Okay, just go for it. I'm going to go for it. Um, okay, so here's all my runner-ups. Uh, Ang Bak, uh, the repeated use of multiple takes to show off a king single killer blow. Oh. I feel in general it's a tired trope yeah. that this film overuses. We've seen it in multiple action movies. This just... This Ang Bak really goes to town on it. Yeah, you save that for like yeah. the final fight. Yeah, not like, that's every why, not like every not like every just minion that gets fucking hit. We, we got like halfway through it, and I was like, I like this, but then they just kept like, okay, like you don't got to show me this shit three times. Like I'm, I was like, this film's losing points, and then, like I like this, but mm. yeah, okay. Uh, next one, Mad Dog is basically a high power though, admittedly creative bar brawler. No <laughs> finesse. Um, he's like their best fighter yes, too. Yeah. It's like, like, just oh like, oh shit, just, mad dog. He just yeah. beats people with chairs and shit. Like that doesn't seem fair in a fist fight. I don't know why he's right. your favorite, your best fighter. Uh, and the last one from Mongbak is the bad guy pumping him himself full of p what looks to be PCP and then drooling during his fights with Ting and George. Just like yeah. it was just more hilarious to me than intimidating and just yeah a little bit of what the fuck. Uh, the, the, the protector, my runner ups. The cuts of the guy taking shit on the toilet uh, when yeah. he did the restaurant scene. Uh, the guy with suction bulbs, same scene, the guy with suction bulbs on his back, which oh, is in break. That was cool. That almost took my favorite kill. Yeah. That was kind of cool. It was cool. It didn't look good, which is then break when Kong Kong kicks him against the wall. It was pretty funny, though. Uh, the mud bath seduction scene. Whatever floats your boat, but it was kind of weird to me. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, <laughs> the guy eating the scorpion in the restaurant. The weird roar from that one guy that Calm fights in the burning temple room, which was yeah. insane. Yeah. But that was kind of weird. Uh, and also, we have to go with the elephant shenanigans. First, the kids... <laughs> yeah. First, the kids tormenting the baby elephant with super soakers, and then you mentioned this before: the giant tossing the baby elephant. How does this not win, Matthew? Uh, <laughs> what do you have up your sleeve that is that is more what the fuck than a man picking up a baby elephant and just, throwing it through a plate? Fucking it! Yeah. Well, it's uh, not I can't wait better, to hear. I can't wait to hear. It. But uh, it's just the one that got me. Okay. But it's probably that probably is the biggest what the fuck, but it's not for me. So go ahead. Okay, so. I, so yesterday I started watching these and I was like, okay, like I got to find, I typed in Ong Bak and a million fucking movies came up and I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, like which one of these is the real Ong, which, which one's the one I have to watch? Let me run you through the alternate names for Ong yeah. Bak, okay? <laughs> <clears throat> so there's Ong Bak, Ong Bak, Way of the, or Mu Muay Thai Warrior, Ong Bak, The Thai Warrior, Thai Fist, Maha! <laughs> which, which is Japanese. It's M-A-H-H-A -H -H -A, and then eight exclamation points. Eight? Eight exclamation Ooh. points. Maha! There's more exclamation points than letters. I know. Ong Bak, Born to Fight. Uh, enter the New Dragon. Oh, no. Yes. What? And Ong Bak, The New Dragon. Ong Bak, Hunt for the Statue of Buddha. Uh, <laughs> this is... These are all like how he's many fucking like, different names do you need for this he's one? He's not film? even looking for a Buddha statue. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough, I guess. <laughs> I guess. So anyway, that was the big. Those I, I only really have the one uh -huh. runner-up one, uh -huh. but. Um. <clears throat> Well, for Ong Bak, I got that, the, the bone-breaking stuff was, like, a little <laughs> over-the-top. Like, George gets his arm just fucking just demolished by that dude. And then that dude gets his fucking leg fucking, ugh, right That's at the it. knee. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, from Ong Bak, also, that basically, this story of this village, uh, getting that head back is the same story from Temple of Doom of them losing right, that yeah. fucking stone <laughs> and just sending someone to go get it and bring it back because if they don't have it, their land is going to fucking die right, and all yeah. their people die, are dying and stuff. So, like, mm -hmm. that was just kind of just, like, felt like it was ripped straight out of it. Um, from the protector, this, if the elephant, elephant's my winner. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, not, I'm not, I'm not, sure he got thrown through a fucking window, guys. We're going to talk about it in depth a lot tonight. Um, but this would have won if it wasn't for that. And it's during the mud bath scene, like they pin George, or not George, uh, Mark in this movie, um, for the crime. They're starting to like take him away. And how does he defeat six guys? He grabs a candle with maybe a thimble full of wax in it and throws it behind him, and apparently wax lands in everyone's eyes well, perfectly. Well, he like burns a guy, I he, thought, and then he like yeah, he burns one guy and then just like wings like yeah. wax in like five or six different people's eyes and then gets away. And I was like, mm -hmm. how fucking incredibly lucky and accurate right. is that? One that you would hit everyone in the eyes. Two that it would be that much wax in there that to hit everyone in the <laughs> eyes. And three that it would be that devastating to them that yeah. they wouldn't be able to like at least put a hand out and slow you down. Yeah, <laughs> like they all just like and fall to the fucking ground. How did they get his fingerprints on the gun? Dude, never touched the fucking gun. I don't. This movie, the protector, does not make sense <laughs> to me. Um, also, uh, Mark's really stupid because after that, the one the lady calls him. Oh my phone. god, this is, yeah. Okay, and she's like, she's like, okay, he's like, well, I'm, and she's like, don't tell me where you're at, because they're probably listening. But we're going to have come this here. Secret, <laughs> yeah, but we're going to have this secret meeting over here. Can you make it? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> and then he shows up, and clearly it's a fucking trap. It's like, a fucking, oh, yeah. Mark, of course it's a trap, dude. 
Like, she just talked about, like, don't tell me where you're at. You come to me. I'll give you my exact location. Like, I'll fucking drop you a pin on your iPhone. You come right to me, yeah, buddy. Yeah. You idiot. Um, <laughs> we went over fucking... Com just leaves all the sex slaves and the animals in this restaurant. Doesn't attempt to free them at all. Like, he seems like... What do you want him to do, Kyle? He's like, like, like he sees all these animals and he starts, like, crying and having this, like, moment of, like, oh my god, this is the worst thing ever. And, like, then just leaves the room, leaves all the animals what, there. What, is he just gonna throw open yeah. all the fucking cages yeah. and have them it's run exactly out like Ace Ventura? Like, the snake's gonna fend off its people <laughs> coming at it, okay? Monkeys can fucking rip dicks off, alright? <laughs> so... All these fucking animals, he just leaves them there. Then he goes downstairs or upstairs. I'm still not sure. I don't know. I think I think he's going down. We'll say he went down to this dungeon with like 20 sex slaves, and then Mark tied up next to them. He's 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 in the same holding cell as all these women, and he has like no emotional reaction, like really, to all these women being used as sex slaves. He's just like, all right, well I'm gonna get this dude out here. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking saves Mark and then goes, and uh, it's. that movie just has so many what the fucks, but I'm gonna leave it at that. All right. So Matt, what to you is more fucking crazy than a grown man picking up an elephant and throwing it through a plate glass okay, window? It's not crazy. I mean, it's your best kill, but for me, the winner still had uh-huh. to be Comtuan dying by being crushed by a giant boot head. It looks cool, but I felt it robbed the scene of some emotional potency by him dying due to bad luck rather than, you know... <laughs> he doesn't get... Yeah, rather doesn't than get revenge. Ting, yeah, rather yeah. than Tink kicking his ass. Or, or George. He just dies by a rock. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. The the biggest one that fucked for me were the wigs in Ongbak. <laughs> With the wigs in that movie are so fucking bad. Like, is it Big Big Bear's the the guy with Big the, Bear. the oh, guy yeah, with the fucking yeah. black dreadlocks? Uh-huh. It looks so bad. Uh-huh. Like it's clearly. And then he fights. The next dude he fights has like this fucking afro wig or something <laughs> yeah. on, and it's like, dude, it is bad. Uh-huh. Like it's. I don't understand why they need those. It's not like the, the character dude has like a bad Bruce Lee wig on. Yeah. Like, it's all fucking terrible. It's really shit I don't even kind of like it's so, and otherwise I don't mind I don't mind the, the, the costuming or anything but like oh. I, there's no need for this even like why, is there some it's not like the guy is, is in somewhere or somewhere else in the film and you're like oh well put a wig on and they won't know it's the same guy like it's really the only time you see Big Bear as far yeah, as I know yeah. like uh, I hate it I really <laughs> it's do pretty, it's pretty <laughs> throwing the uh, throwing the elephant it's pretty decent yeah, mm-hmm. um, my winner is a man picks up a fucking elephant and now, throws it through a window. Now, if you haven't seen the film, it is not a full-grown elephant. No. A baby elephant <laughs> is still I'm not, at least I'm not, a thousand pounds. I'm not acting like it's not a fucking thousand pounds. I'm just saying, it's not a, it's not, they're not picking up Dumbo. Yeah. They're not picking up a fucking, like, a fucking giant elephant. It is, I mean, it looks like, I mean, well, it's like a hippo. It's Dumbo. It's like hippo size. He picked up Dumbo. Yeah, it, it's like Dumbo sized, okay? Like, but... They also, I mean, they grossly exaggerate the strength of these guys. And yeah. that's, that's my other part They're to like this. They're like superheroes. That's my like, other part to this. There are these four guys. There's clearly a main guy and then the three backup guys, like right? Yeah. Right? Shouldn't you have the main guy pick him up, pick up the elephant and throw it to, yeah. like, give him, be like, oh, he's the oh, one that's, that like, dude's more strong. No, yeah. just the guy that dies first is the one that picks up the <laughs> elephant. Like, yeah. what fucking sense does that make? That's like... Fucking, you know, wrestling 101. You give, right. you give your, like, strong guy the cool, powerful shit. Like, I don't know. It, that was really annoying. But also that, that tall guy was a wrestler named Nathan Jones. Yeah. And he's just kind of, like, shit wrestler. So what, I guess what? that's how he ends up in, re- in, in movies in I was fucking ripped to Rectus from fucking in, Fury Road, man. Yeah? And, yeah. 
That dude okay. is pretty fucking massive. He's too. fucking huge, yeah, man. I could do without the fucking constantly screaming. Though, yeah, like, I mean he's pretty dumb, so clearly they I didn't mean, want to give him any lines, and uh, they just let him just keep getting elbowed in the head and shit. Hmm. Oh, that kid, That's what the other thing. I had another one to fucking. I forgot to write it down. But Ong Bak, it didn't. Other than like the gauntlet fight downstairs, which even still, like they don't feel like fights in that movie. They feel like he's doing parkour and people just keep running into his legs. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's so many times he's just, like, breakdancing and people are just, like, walking into his feet yeah, and shit. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like the, the fighting in the protector is pretty cool, but Ong Bak, like, there's cool stuff happening, but it doesn't feel like fighting to me. I got you. That's I got you. There's some, I think there's some pretty good fucking fight scenes in Ong Bak. I think there is, yeah. but, like, it, but it's, it just doesn't feel as fighty. You. Yeah, yeah. Like, it you. doesn't feel like two men going, you know... At each other with fists and brains and stuff. It's just right. like I'm, I'm jumping in the air and you're just walking into me. So <laughs> lucky me. Okay. Uh, all right, those those were not worth points. If anyone's keeping track at home, which we're keeping track, you don't need to keep track. Just mm-hmm. fucking put your just pen listen. down and listen. Yeah. Jesus mm-hmm. fuck, you're probably driving. Don't <laughs> be writing shit down while you're driving. All right, um, next best score or soundtrack, Matt. All right, I had to go for Riza and Howard Drossen for the Protector. Nicely underscores and energizes the action, propelling it forward. And we get a nice rap song during the chase scene in the back roads of Sydney. Uh, to be honest, I wasn't a huge fan of either of these soundtracks, but uh, the one of protect, the protector had an edge, so I decided to give that the golden idol. Okay. I didn't love either of these soundtracks, but one of them I fucking hated, and that was Ong Bak. Ong Bak is the... I don't have the rubber chicken presents. I don't know if you got if you have it here. There okay. it is. <laughs> Yeah, that's loud as fuck. I don't know if you know that, but... Yeah. Okay. What a shit soundtrack that was. <laughs> I don't, it was terrible. I don't know. Everything about it from, like, they're in on the streets of Bangkok or whatever, and there's just, like, like this rap. They were just, like, gangster. And, like, it's so, it's so bad. I don't like any of it. <laughs> None. <Yeah. laughs> uh, Protector was okay. It didn't... It, I didn't... Like Protector's soundtrack as much as I hated on box. So that's all with the rubber with the rubber chicken. Yeah, I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Oh yes, yes, what? yes! <laughs> I totally fucking agree with you! Oh my god, the music in On Bach is so fucking terrible. <laughs> like and the in the movie with like this rap song that has nothing to do with Ooh. anything. Like all the music like has lyrics that like don't fucking mean anything yeah. towards anything in this movie. There's just like how can we just fucking throw in something culturally relevant, but also completely irrelevant to this movie? And yeah, Ong Bak was just top to bottom shit music. Protector <laughs> was just like, it was present and it wasn't hurting it. Right. Good exactly. for you. Right. Like, you're an action movie. That's all you need to do sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. action movies don't have to have the best fucking music around. Like, just don't fucking drag me, like, down with your shit music <laughs> like you were doing in Ong Bak. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt, what's our next category here? Best quote. Best quote. There's only right. one answer to this, guys. Well, it's, we'll see. Fuck you, Nathan. <laughs> uh, my best quote, uh, Calm Tuan to George and Ang Bak. I don't revere lumps of stone mm. like you do. I have no respect for religion. I revere only myself. Revere me also. I am God. That's just such badass. The yeah. way he declares himself to be God, just badass. Mm. Uh, but I right, have to give a couple runner-ups, though, especially the two George, two George quotes, because they're awesome. 
George Stuting right after telling him where to find the bathing supplies in his bathroom and don't jerk <laughs> off all over the floor. Like, that's the first thing you think of when you invite someone to their home right. after showing the bathroom. Just, mean, don't any, just don't get any jizz all over my floor. Kyle, jerk off my floor, please. Um, like, not even into a towel or anything. Yeah. Like, right. If you're going to do it, you're good to do it. Just on, on the, the floor. floor. Yeah. yeah. And the second one, George Tumoy, an exam. You never go to college. Are you screwing the teacher? Just a funny quote. So, yeah, but my best quote was the Comtron one. My best quote is from Protector, and it's just like, Where are my elephants? <laughs> because he fucking says it so many times. It's his, uh, it's his, it's his Inigo Montoya uh-huh. fucking line, you know what I mean? It's like, You'll kill my father, prepared to die. But it, it's just, you know, Where are my elephants? He just he does it probably ten times. That's just rocks up into a fucking, just a bunch of gangsters. Where are my elephants? And just start beating the shit out of them. Like, what the fuck yeah. is this guy talking about? <laughs> Even I love he, too when he when he tells Mark he's like he's like who what he's like I'm looking for my family and like what do those look like elephants he's like who do I know looks like elephants <laughs> like, what the fuck like, are you yeah. talking about Mark yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for elephants you dipshit <laughs> how are you a cop uh, <laughs> a lieutenant yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, for me I. I had two runners up in Ong Bak, and they're both said by Big Bear. <laughs> it's just, when he's trying to go, oh, yeah. he's trying to go Ting and to come in, and he goes, Come on, fuck Muay Thai! Yeah. All he says, like, oh, that's really going to get his go, like, making fun of Muay Thai. And the other one is, uh, my country's so great, your women leave here to become prostitutes in mine. Yeah, that's good, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty solid. Uh, I only chose lines that made me laugh. Uh, and th- I got a, a laugh because it, the guy sells it so well. The guy who plays Mark and the protector. And he just goes, my grandmother drives faster than you and she's dead. She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. That guy just has like a flair to like say shit. Because he speaks really fucking good English too, which is pretty cool. Like, And he just like, I don't know. That guy's just fucking fun. So I, I went with that because like... I. For action movies, I really want those like cool like kill lines or something. Yeah, yeah, like we yeah. don't get those because yeah. Tony Jaw's not a strong actor no. at no. all. <laughs> so like they don't let him talk other than to say elephants yeah. and Ong Bak over and over mm-hmm. again. So <laughs> Alright, we got best screenplay. What looks best on paper to you, man? Alright, to me it's a Super Chai Sitiam Pan Pan for Ong Bak. Yeah, that's that's hopefully that's the right pronunciation. It was okay. exactly good. good. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, mostly for George's and Quamton's one-liners because I felt that the plot was pretty basic and ends up mostly consisting of a piece uh, fight scenes and action sequences. Like you said, Kyle, it's reminiscent of Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, I enjoyed most of the characters, the character interactions and fights, and the setup with the village losing the head and the village elders sending Ting to retrieve it. And it was emotionally resonant. And one of the lines I didn't mention uh, from screenplay yet is uh, the old lady, um, when she finds out about Don, she says, Don, you bastard. <laughs> you bastard. That was just hilarious. Yeah. And that one's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say Protector, honestly. Okay. I, think, I, think this, I think the overall script is better. I think mm-hmm. the layout of the story is better. Maybe it's not as interesting to watch. Yeah. Maybe it's not executed as well, mm-hmm. but like on paper, I think Protector is maybe a better film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll go with that. That's what you're going with? Okay. Yeah, I'll go with that. 
Like, it just sounds like you just made it up on the spot. No, like, I yeah, didn't. I'll just I go did. with that, I, I guess. Know. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, but I'm going to go with uh, Napoli for Ong Bak. I guess that's one of the people who wrote it. I don't know. Um, that's I not th- what he said at all. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I found mine on a different place, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or, or your pronunciation was way the fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> um... I think I think it is like both of these are pretty like simple scripts. Right. They're very similar too. It's right. something gets taken, gotta go get the thing, yeah. get the thing. Yeah. And does he even save the elephant at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah he did does. He? I mean, yeah. it didn't die when I threw it through the plate. No. Oh, dude, it's a fucking <laughs> elephant. <laughs> I mean, the other elephant's fucking dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Ong Bak, he like I feel like he actually has like more of an arc going for him. Mm-hmm. Like his character makes a little more sense. I like the side characters more. I like George Moy oh, yeah. uh, a lot more. I uh, I Madame Rose is fucking heads above everyone. Is is a really fucking cool villain. But uh, I also I didn't hate the villain in this. Mm-hmm. He was pretty cool. I, like he had like weird motives, but like they still kind of made sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, dialogue was a little bit better. A little more just fun and bantery than yeah. just screaming about elephants the whole mm-hmm. fucking movie. So, I went with Ong Bak. Next up, we have our best special achievement. It can kind of be anything, really, that pertains to how this movie was made or what makes it special to you. Well, the one that I went with is uh, the highly inventive parkour cinematography during the back alley chase in Ong Bak. I say, if you're going to do parkour, do it with flair, and I felt this was certainly flair. Mm -hmm. The moves just keep on topping each other. Maybe there's props for going big on that, and I'm going to get back to that later because it's going to come back later, but that's my best special achievement. I give it to that. So I'm with fight choreography, Um, and I just think, like, I think it's just better in Protector. I think that the the fights are generally more interesting. They got motherfuckers on rollerblades. Yeah, yeah. he does First a of all, fucking backflip and the dirt bike goes. Now, no, yeah, yeah. no, and he, he's like doing flips and like grabbing people's helmets off on the by mm-hmm. the like. There's some good shit yeah. in, mm-hmm. in Protector for fights. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it should have made a what the fuck. I'm really I'm sorry that I didn't mention it before what the for what the fuck, but like, I love imagining that there's this alarm that goes off and there's all these like Thai gangsters on rollerblades <laughs> in Sydney just like waiting for the call. You know what I mean? Just like, I'm going to go fuck somebody up with a, with a fucking light. With like, <laughs> like a glass yeah. light. Like, <laughs> um, uh, no, Protector's got some fucking really good, like that scene where he goes and just breaks everyone's fucking elbows. Like he's going to break like 50 fucking guys' elbows. Like that's, oh, yeah. that's fucking cool, mm-hmm. man. Um, some of the fights are, yeah, like, like you said, in, 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 uh, Ongbok, I feel like a lot of the times people are walking into him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it feels more visceral. It feels more like a fight. In yeah. I think some of the people that he fight, some of the individual fights, like um, they're like the the big fucking the, the big R- dudes, Rictus yeah. Erectus yeah. fucking dude, and then uh, the guy that does the capoeira in the the burning temple or yeah. whatever. That was fucking cool. <clears throat> yeah. but, like the individual the Johnny fight was cool. Hmm. Um, so yeah, so I'm gonna go fight choreography protector. Sweet. Um. I, I just went with a cool shot that I already mentioned, and it's when the giant head falls and kills Comtuan. <laughs> like, it's it's a legit, like, scene where I'm like, how the fuck did they do that? Like, mm. did they actually, like, I tried to look it up, and, like, they don't keep yeah, records on shit fine, like no. that. They don't want to get fucking, like, mm. scrutinized for how they actually killed someone, I guess. Uh, but, like, that shit, like, falls and, like, breaks through the ground, and, like, it hits this dude dead on. Like, it's not a fake body, like... And they do that fucking, like, we're going to show you three different times for yeah, multiple yeah. angles things and show you each time. So, like, you can tell. Like, it's you clearly mean, somebody getting fucking hit with this giant thing. There's like, no way a dude got hit with a fucking boulder. But I, I'm not saying it's a real boulder. I'm just saying, like, 
they they clearly did something where like this thing falls and it's probably you know made of foam or some shit like you that. You don't think it's like, like a, 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 hit. a miniature? <clears throat> no, it was a real fucking dude. Like you can see, it's clearly a fucking guy. Yeah, it uh, maybe full scale it, to me. Yeah, yeah. It, everything looked full scale and shit. I'd think you know it was fake and then like hit him and the floor like drops out when it yeah. hits. But like that's that's all I can put together. <laughs> and if if that's how they did it, they they did it fucking masterfully. Yeah, it no, it looks really good for cool. sure. So I went with that. Next up, we have Best Supporting Actor or Actress. Sweet. Yeah, it better be. Okay. I had to go with Petchtai Wong Kamlao as Humlai George and Ang Bak. He's mostly comic relief, but he also has great chemistry with Tony Ja as Ting and Pumwari Yad Kamlao as Roy. <laughs> I tried, I tried. I just uh, like the lol. Yeah, Yad Kamal. Uh, he sells all of his big wrong moments, especially when he jumps in to save Ting from getting beat to death by a saw and shot further by Kong Tuan's gun. And he can definitely be serious, particularly when he offers to start the motorcycle. I'm Humle of Nong Pradu Village. Yeah. And his uh, parting words to Ting to deliver his father about not becoming a priest. So, mm. great performance overall. And so it's kind of disappointing that he didn't quite... The actor didn't quite have the materials to work with in The Protector. I mean, he had a much smaller role, but in this one... He has a great one, and he makes the most of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, second. Yeah. Same. Okay. <laughs> That's all you got? No more to say? I told you it was going to be a sweep. All I don't right. like... Uh, Pet Chai won't come Lao. <laughs> That's yeah. Uh, I actually went with a tie uh, for Pet Chai won't come Lao. Oh, uh, in both movies. I think because he is he's the standout in both of these movies. Mm-hmm. Tony Jaw is... Not a good actor at all. Yeah, like he's I he's an incredible a best lead. Yeah, you know he's I mean? he's like, an incredible fighter. Like he does all the physical yeah. shit, amazing. Mm-hmm. But like the the movie is carried acting wise by Petchtal Wong Kam Lao uh, in both of these films. Like he's he's got a better arc in what he's doing in Ong Bak. Like that character is more interesting, and I think he does more with I, that character. Yeah, I agree. But I think with the protector, like I. That's he's the only thing keeping me really interested. Madame Rose kind of does a little bit, but like he's the only thing keeping me interested. And I feel like a lot of his stuff is just off the cuff. Like he's just fucking talking, and they're just shooting and filming him, which right. I, I really love that about it. Like when he's doing the whole documentary thing, like it feels like they're just making that shit up as they go along. Right. And I, I enjoyed that a lot, so I gave him uh, both. There, cool. All right. Next up is best lead. So <laughs> which well, Tony Jaw do you like more? Yeah, I did have to go with Tony Jaw as Calm and the Protector. He does at least a better job of emoting here. His joy at being with elephants, sadness over losing That's them. True. And I felt he was actually a little bit sad at seeing the sex slaves in the back room of the Hyatt out. Even if you didn't notice, I felt he was at least a little bit emotion there. Uh, rage at the villains who stole one elephant and killed another. Uh, because of this, I feel he has a stronger screen presence and he plays a legitimate character rather than just a martial artist that is a stand-in for a character. And like you, I do feel that Tony is a better martial artist than an actor. That said, and that, that said I thought that his fight choreography was better in Ang Bak, but his actually acting, I felt, was better in The Protector. Hmm. I gave this a tie for okay. the same okay. reason that I yeah. gave best... Uh, hero a tie yeah. i feel like they're so fucking similar that i can't differentiate one from the other he gives you so little. i agree that he emotes probably more in protector yeah. and then he has mm-hmm. more but i think that's probably just a function of the script maybe, maybe. you know he, ha- he sure. has more to do i don't mean i don't think he does it he does it better he just had something to do like um yeah so i gave it a tie i had nothing to say like yeah. jaws an actor yeah uh <laughs> You know, you really have me thinking about it because I gave it to him for Ong Bak because I think he's okay. a better physical presence in in Ong Bak. All right. uh, I think I think the fights are better in the Protector, but I think he's doing more 
in Ong Bak in those fights and stuff and like actually carrying those those scenes even though people are kind of walking into him he's doing more stuff but he does give more of an actual performance in the protector so mm. uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to stick with Ong Bak okay. uh, for now I just uh just because I do think he's he's more of a physical presence his character doesn't need that emotional arc like he does like he's just going after the head of a statue like it, me- it means a lot to his village but there's nothing for him to like cry about like like an elephant or his father dying which he didn't really cry that much about anyways but like he doesn't he, his character doesn't have to have that emotional arc uh in ong bak and so i i think that's why we don't get it i think he probably could have put out a similar performance if it had been you know a child was stolen from the village and he has to go get it back or something mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go with ong bak okay. next up best scene Best scene, I went with a tie, like I mentioned earlier. My first one is going to be the parkour back alley chase in Ang Bak. I especially mm-hmm. love how Ting leaps through the spiked ring in, be- in between the glass panes. Mm. He breaks fights on a table. He yeah, jumps he on the shoulders of his pursuers, jumps over a series of cars, and slides under one of them. Uh, I also love how George tries and fails to replicate uh, <laughs> Ting's pretty moves. Great. Pretty hilarious. And now he score- finally scores a minor victory by throwing curry in his enemies' faces. Mm. <laughs> uh, just such an inventive succession of action and choreography. I loved it. Uh, and the second one is Calm's final battle in Madame Rose's throne room in The Protector. Starts off breaking the limbs of wave after wave of hired goons. Then he moves on to clobbering the giant guys with elephant bones, then severing their tendons when those bones break into sharp points. Yeah, to up. finally leaping up to the helicopter doorway to kick Madame Rose's that's servant in the sick. head. Mm-hmm. And leaping at Madame Rose, tackling her, kneeing her in the chest. So they both crashed through the glass ceiling of the throne room. It was so great, great to see Tony Jaa let loose like that as calm. To see him defeat progressively stronger enemies, especially the giants, which offered a nice callback to the lesson imparted Mm. to him by his father Mm. about go low and uh, every enemy has weaknesses, um, just hit them low and they'll fall down. So that's, and that's honestly that uh, final action scene in The Protector was my favorite scene in the whole movie. It really made it for me. I was just smiling the whole way through. Cool. What are we on? Best Best scene? scene. Best scene. Uh, Um, so for, I, this was pretty easy for me, man. Uh, it was, the, well, I mentioned it earlier for best location, but when, when Com fights through the VIP thing, it's mm-hmm. that like five minute, just like mm-hmm. steady cam shot of following mm-hmm. him through the, like, that's fucking mm-hmm. crazy. Throwing guys off, off like the second, yeah, third yeah, stories yeah. and you watch them fall all the way down. So like, it's hard to hide shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it, it looks fucking good. Mm-hmm. Everything goes together really well. He's jumping up hiding over the top of doorways. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's shot really well. It feels like a real fight. It feels visceral. It, it feels realistic. It doesn't feel like people are waiting to come in to hit him. You know what I mean? They're just, it's all happening real time and very, like, I, I'm just really impressed by it, man. That was my favorite scene. Uh, my favorite scene is when an elephant gets thrown through a plate glass window. <laughs> I I rewound that scene 20 fucking times at least. It's and like two l- seconds of And I it. laugh my ass off every fucking time. A man throws an elephant through a plate glass window. Nuff said, Matt. <laughs> okay. 
Matt, defining moment. <laughs> uh, defining moment, I already mentioned it just now. Calm leaping at Madame Rose as she dangles from the helicopter mm. and the protector. Because it, I feel it does the best job of showcasing Tony Jaw's incredible jumping ability. Which yeah. is a highlight for me when you're watching these films. I mean, if he wanted to compete in the Olympics and long jump, I felt like he could at least medal, maybe not, <laughs> if not win the gold. High jump, same thing. His athletic ability is off the charts. It was a thing to, to see. Jumping up and kicking the street light out was bad. That, that was, was fucking cool. That was fucking cool. cool. Yes. And then jumping up and kicking the guy out of the helicopter was fucking sick. That was mm-hmm. awesome. That's fucking impressive. Like, yes. you just watch it like, damn, dude. <laughs> that guy's fucking, he's got ups. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was, this came down to, I like the defining moment for me was either going to be like just a showcasing of like Muay Thai mm-hmm. or it was going to be like a showcasing of like Tony Jaa. Mm-hmm. And if I went with, I didn't, but if I had gone with the Muay Thai thing, it would have been the scene where he just breaks like 50 fucking guys' elbows. Oh, and like, just because I was like, that's fucking cool, man. Yeah, you know is. what I mean? Um, but I went with the Tony Jaw thing. And I, I just, I love that he does all his own stunts. Mm-hmm. And the most impressive thing to me, and I guess they shot it a bunch of times to get it right, was that they set his fucking legs on fire. And he just fucking, you know, they got to keep doing this where he's running at this guy, jumps up, kicks him in the fucking neck, and they're like, nah, didn't get it. And he's like, nah, let's do it again. And he's got burns all up his legs and shit. Like, that's really cool. That dude's fucking badass. So yeah, Ong Bak, fire leg kill kick. Fire leg kills him. Uh... My defining moment was when a man throws an elephant <laughs> through a plate glass fucking window. Are you kidding me? Like, it is the craziest goddamn thing. And, like, it is, like, if you're, like, hey, what do you think about Tony Jaw? I'll be, like, no, fuck Tony Jaw. Like, there, just watch the scene in Protector where a man throws an elephant through a plate glass window. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen in any movie ever. And, like, that scene should be in, like, the pantheon of pantheon. Like, this should just be, like, all pantheon movies should, like, have their thing. And then, like, there should this should that scene should just be right above them because it's the greatest thing that's ever happened that's ever been filmed. Oh, All right, yeah. <laughs> All right um, best director, which Pratia Pinkau movie do you like more? I went with Pratia Pinkau in Angbak <laughs> for fight choreography, stunt choreography, not only with the people, but you have the tuk tuk fight chase, the motorcycle chases. Solid acting from the main cast, even memorable villains, like you said, from the minor villains. Although I did feel the protector looked better due to stronger cinematography and editing, I felt that overall the direction was stronger in Angbak. Okay. I went with Pratia Pinkiao for the protector, actually. Um, you know, I feel like they're very similar, obviously, but I feel like just in general, choreography is better. I think editing is better. I think pacing is better. I don't like no rap music <laughs> there's the, like, the music is better i don't and i'm not trying to make a case for best film although spoiler warning also protector uh okay. i don't i think they learned he just he just learned a lot from what he did with Ongbok. you know mm-hmm. i don't like constantly showing these like slow-mo fucking reshots of you know what i mean I, like true it was super cool he went with it he went under that car and then he jumped through that fucking thing i don't need to see it three <laughs> more times increasingly slower um, and so maybe he just learned a little more restraint, I think, with Protector. And that's what I like about it. True. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. And it's for the same reasons. Not because I feel that the Protector is, like, superiorly directed. But I think Ong Bak loses points with those, those yeah. rehashings. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're shot pretty similar. They're both actually shot really well. Yeah, they're both fine. I, I mean, I, because there's a lot of fucking action going on. And, like, you've got to you gotta do it right. you got to hit mm-hmm. your marks as a, as, a, as a camera operator and as a cinematographer. Just, like, to hit all that shit that you want. But, like... 
they go they go a little overboard with Ongbok with those those fucking different angle looks and it it it, it kind of takes you out of the moment like you're like feeling you're starting to get a rhythm with what he's doing in these fights and then like oh we're gonna show him jump in and kicking <laughs> yeah, this guy in the yeah. face three times and it's like I don't yeah I saw it the first time like yeah. I don't need to see it again I, yeah I caught it you I, know yeah. what I mean I, I I saw what you did there you know what I mean like, like it's and it's it's okay to use that like they use it in, I think they use it in Bloodsport like when he yeah you know finally fucking beats uh, what's his face but Chung like Lee. Chung Lee but like. Like, they do it at the end. They don't do it, like, every fight. Every it's not time, every time yeah. he fucking kicks him or punches him. Like, they do it. Like, they save it for the end when he, you know, wah, does his shit. So, like, that, that's when you want to use that stuff. And they just, it, it, it wasn't that the protector was significantly better right. than Ongbok. It's right. just Ongbok loses points with that. Next up is our wild card. <laughs> wild card, I decided to choose best MacGuffin. And I felt that the best MacGuffin between these two films was the stolen elephant in the protector. Did you really? Well, for mm. me, it was easier to understand why Calm has a strong attachment <laughs> to it. You've been uh, going home, Bob, all night. Well, <laughs> it is a living creature. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I can empathize more with Calm's plight in that sense uh, from a Western point of view. Um, so that's why I had to go with that as best MacGuffin, just because I could at least relate to it. I didn't have any attachment to the Stonehead, just like, um, Cum Laude didn't, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I, I, you do really get the sense that he loves those fucking elephants, though, not just because uh-huh. he keeps saying, where's my elephant, <laughs> yeah. but, like, in the beginning, like, he loves the shit out of that, like, he's yeah. hugging this fucking mm-hmm. elephant, I almost gave them best duo, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, I did really like at the end, too, when... He falls through the ceiling and he's like being cradled in the elephant's like tusks. You know what I mean? Like he was when he was a kid. Like I, that was fucking cool. Like yeah. I, that was a cool like throwback. Uh, my wild card is best mini bosses. Okay. Ooh. So you got like on Ongbok had Big Bear, Pearl Harbor, and Mad Dog, and then uh, Protector had like fucking Eddie Gordo from Tekken. <laughs> uh, it had Johnny and it had fucking Rictus Erectus from fucking Fury Road. <laughs> Protector. Okay, yeah. like I think those fights were way better, frankly. Like, uh, the Big Bear, Pearl Harbor, Mad Dog, like that's just like the wigs first one. Yeah. <laughs> it just fucking ruins it for me. Uh, but I also just don't think the fights are as fun. I think I think Johnny is the first guy who like in any of the movies who I feel like actually gives him a fucking run. You know what yeah. I mean? Like actually is like a challenge. Uh the Eddie Gordo fucking fight or whatever in the temple, like, that's pretty fucking cool. That's a really mm-hmm. good fight. And I don't think the fights with Rictus and the Giants are, are great, but it's cool that it's, like, it's just cool because it's different. You know, yeah. it's a totally different kind of thing. And so, yeah, best mini-bosses for me, Protector. Cool. So, I went really unconventional with this. Ooh, okay. Like, really. I was like... These movies are too similar for me to just pick something. So I'm gonna go that with the would, one where you throw make, an elephant. That, through it. <laughs> no, I actually, I I might start doing this for all my wild cards because it can apply to any movie, and it's a uh, minor role. I would want to see Steve Buscemi replace someone in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, yeah. if I had to take Steve Buscemi and push him into one of these movies. What role would it be? It can't be the lead, so I can't replace Tony Jaw. Okay. I'm not gonna replace George or Mara because I like that guy a lot. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to see. Please uh, tell me it's Madame Rose. I don't want to see him as a villain. I don't. Wanna, I love my Steve Buscemi. So he's either gonna replace, kind of a villain, Big Bear, <laughs> or the elephant <laughs> and protector. If he's the baby elephant, oh, imagine how much better this movie is. If, if Steve Buscemi gets thrown through a plate glass window. <laughs> 
<laughs> fucking Marty Jannetty style. Is just he from... dressed as an elephant? No. Or is he just, he's just, but, I am an elephant. Like, and Tony Jaw thinks he's an elephant. Okay, okay. <laughs> so it has to, it's, it's, it's the same character. He doesn't get to change the character in any way. Big Bear, he's got an Australian accent. <laughs> okay. Talking about prostitutes. It's great, right? Yeah. Who would I rather see him as? I'm, I'm going to go with Big Bear in Ong Bak. Um, because it's not as funny to watch Steve Buscemi get thrown through a plate glass window as it is to watch an elephant get thrown through a plate glass window. Okay. And uh, it makes that fight with Big Bear much more funny if it's a man who's about the same height as Tony <laughs> Jaa and who has no physical prowess whatsoever. <laughs> so go with uh, Steve Buscemi and okay. Ong Bak. That really is a wild card. Isn't that, I told you it was very unconventional. <laughs> all right. Now we are down to our final category. Now, we've all had ties tonight, I believe, right? We have. So yeah. these are all going to be just worth one point. Had okay. we had someone without ties, their best picture would have gotten three points. Mm-hmm. But we are down to one point, two points, three points total. And uh, it could decide what happens here. So, okay. Matt? My best pick goes to Ong Bak. It might not be the best, the better looking film. But I do think it's more fun, which was I was not expecting going in. Uh, like I said, this is the first time I ever watched a Tony Jaa movie. I didn't know how, how they w- would go. Uh, I didn't know the style of them. So I had a lot of fun. I expected it would be a more serious film, like The Protector was. That was the more serious film. But I thought that Ang Bak was memorable because of the more inventive action choreography and fight choreography. Better defined and likable characters, even the villains, and stronger overall story. So, because mostly I had a lot more fun with it, I go with Ong Bak. Okay. I went with Protector. Okay. It, it, I, I like Ong Bak. I don't think Ong Bak's a bad film. And I, I certainly, as we've talked about this, and I've sort of talked to some friends about it who are also into action films, they were like, oh, Ong, Ong Bak's going to fucking win. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and I, I, I really like Protector. I, think, I actually think Protector is maybe... It's, it's more entertaining... For sure, really, I, I think it is. Huh. I, to me, it's more. It's a more entertaining film. I, I, there's I a lot. There's a lot in Ong Bak that I don't. I don't like. I don't like the the rehashing of the of the shots. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of. I don't. The wigs fucking weird me out. <laughs> I don't like. Um. There's a couple shots, and I'm the only one that's coming to mind right now is like when they're throwing everybody out of the fucking trees and shit in the beginning. Yeah. One yeah. one guy goes off clearly face first, and they shoot him landing flat on his back, and I think like that was like. One little little edit, man. You know what I mean? Like you, you either don't show him landing or just cut two seconds out of the film and don't have that. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of that shit going on that I don't care for. Um, I like the elephant thing, frankly. I, <laughs> I think the elephant. Was, I thought they had a good relationship, and um, yeah, to, to me, it's better. I I don't. I won't shit on anybody who says Ong Bak's better, but I, th- I like, for me, I like Protector better. Okay, well, don't shit on me, because I think Ong Bak is better. <laughs> um, I think, I I think if Tony Jaw was a better actor, I probably would have liked Protector a lot more, uh, and it probably, probably would have taken Best Picture, because I think there is more there, I guess, but with Ch- Tony Jaw being just so fucking terrible, for the most part, <laughs> on screen, like, I don't feel that connection with the character, and he doesn't have to have that connection with the, the head, you know, like yeah, he, yeah. like he's just he's on a mission to go get it. Like he can fight, and and that's all he really has to do in that movie, and that that's perfect. That's what he needs to do. Yeah, he doesn't need the the emotional arc that he's given in Protector. Uh, I think on Bach, the he's doing a lot more work. I think there's just I don't know. It's it's more rewatchable. Like yeah. like you said, man. Like I I had to watch I had to watch these twice because the first time through both of them, I was just like, 
those things where you're like checking your phone you're like you're, or like you ever read a book where you're like you've read like five pages but then you're like i don't remember any of those yeah, five yeah. pages i just read and you have to go back and reread like i felt like i was doing that with this movie like both of these like man i, I just watched 10 minutes but i i don't remember what i just watched so i had to like sit down and intently watch them and like i enjoyed ong bak a lot more the second time uh and wasn't dreading as wa- watching it as much as i was watch was to watch the protector again uh if i had to watch one of these again right now it, it would be on Bach in a heartbeat. Yeah. So that's why I'm going with that. Cool. All right. Gentlemen, that is all our categories. Uh, it, this was a, was a lot closer than I anticipated it being, uh, but we are going to uh, take a quick break. We're going to tabulate all the scores, make sure we're right, and we'll come back with some poll results from Facebook and announce our winner. All right, and we are back. Uh, we've tabulated the scores. Why? Why? Sound like a weird disc jockey, I guess. I don't know what the fuck's going on with me. Did you go to school for this? Uh, no, not for radio, for film and television production. I was, I had a, really hammered it up tonight. I, I had a uh, radio show on Purdue's like campus thing called Faces for Radio. We did like political Faces news. for Radio. We were the number two show behind a show that constantly had like athletes on. And oh stuff. yeah, so that's that was cool. So that was pretty cool. But uh, don't you'll you'll never find it. Don't look it up. Okay. It was. I'm pretty sure it was fucking terrible. <laughs> if I went back and listened to it, I'd be like, Why the fuck did I exist? Um, but we, we tabulated the scores, uh, but first we're going to go over the poll results from Facebook. So I threw up, uh, yesterday that we'd be watching both of these Thai martial arts films. Which one did the, the audience feel was more deserving? Uh, The Protector came away with six votes. Ong Bak came away with 20. And, uh, I've never seen either was 15. So it it even, you know, doubled, almost tripled up on The Protector by itself. Uh, we had a couple of uh, people talk on here. Scott Forbes, who's uh, been commenting a lot lately and uh, posting his reviews, said, I shouldn't vote because I've only seen Ong Bak, but I'm going to say that I really enjoyed that one much more. Uh, Brad McBoom, Brad Hawkins, our faithful leader here, said, I like the movie where he wears the yellow jumpsuit. Oh, yeah. Uh, just, to, just to kick up old dirt. Um, and Jackie Dillman said, uh, the protector is great in its simplicity. Where's my elephant? And the five minute steady cam fight scene is ridiculous, but Ong Bak is probably better overall. Oh yeah. Okay. So that's what they went with on the poll. Guys, what do you think won here tonight? I'm with going us. with Ong Bak. I'm probably, think it's probably going to take it. You think it was Ong Bak? Think it was yeah, Ong... I feel, I feel like I'm the only one that really liked protector more. Yeah. So I feel like Ong Bak's probably. Uh, it, it was fairly close. I thought Ong Bak was going to run away with it, uh, but it ended up being 28 to 22. That's not that's a lot close, and it came down to the last two categories really. And Matt and I went heavy on Ong Bak, so that kind of pushed it that way. Um, Yeah, it it won twenty eight twenty two, which means it is not going to be up for Pantheon consideration at least not yet, uh, since it's our tournament time. It's going to be kicked up there with uh, you know Enter the Dragon, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Bloodsport, Clan of the White Lotus, and then the other. Two verses that we have planned that I don't remember the names of the movie. Sorry, Brad. <laughs> Edit in your own voice later or some shit. I don't know. Um, but had this had the chance to go up for Pantheon, would you kick it up and see what the council has to say? I would not. I think it's a very fun film. Um, I don't even know if I'd put it as a great film. Probably very good. Um, I saw a lot of fun with it. Like I said, I didn't know going in what Tony Jaa films were like. Mm -hmm. This turns out to be a very good example of it. And I had a good time with it. But uh, probably not not Pantheon worthy, though. I think every... No, I wouldn't. I I think that every time we do one of these... We do one of these. You have to think about about the tournament later on. You know what I mean? And like... 
<clears throat> does this have anything that's going to strip anything away from Enter the Dragon or Crouching Tiger or, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, and I don't know that there is, no. you know what I mean? And I'm not, I'm not trying to give away, you know what I mean? I, th I think mm -hmm. like if I have to vote for something into Pantheon, it has to at least be the other stuff that's in the tournament. And, and oftentimes they do like Clan of the White Lotus, for example, has a great fucking villain. I think the, I think Pai Mei or, or the, the White Lotus priest could go head to head with any of the villains that we have so right. far. I think that, um, even Bloodsport for, you know what I mean? Bloodsport, I don't think it has a fucking prayer in the tournament, but like, it's got some great quotes. It's got some fucking good quotes, yeah. man, that, you know, that are, that might take categories there. It's got Ray. Um, Ray is great. So Ray is fucking, <laughs> Ray could be best, you've already said, I think oh, Ray, Ray is, is taking best supporting. It. I don't fucking care. I don't care um, what movies you put in, Ray is taking best supporting. <laughs> um, so, you know, but if I think about the category and I go through the categories, I can't think of anything that I would give to this film over anything else that we've already seen so far. Mm -hmm. So, does would I vote it up for Pantheon? Not, no. no. I mean... Yeah, I mean, obviously I'd, I'd want to go back and, you know, watch these again when it comes tournament time. I don't know if it's going to steal anything. Mm -hmm. I, if I had to guess now, probably not. Uh, I can't even, like... I mean... This movie did not have an elephant getting thrown through a plate glass window, <laughs> right. so I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to give points to, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I, it wouldn't have gone up for Pantheon for me, but it might steal an award here or there. I don't know when it really comes down to it. We'll, we'll end up seeing, but I don't know. What do you guys think about uh, this certain collection of two movies that we watched tonight? I thought it was a pretty good matchup. Um, Tony Jaa was, like you were saying, very similar, the same character in both movies. Uh, both movies are about him trying to find something and bring it back to his village. Mm -hmm. um, just a lot of very fun, inventive action sequences. So I had a good time with both of them, and uh, it did make sense to put them, back, put them together. And um, yeah, it was just overall a very good, strong, fun versus. I thought it was fun, man. Versus and marathons are a chance to watch things you haven't seen before. You know what I mean? There's an excuse to watch things that, like, you know, have been on your radar for a while that you've never really, you know what I mean? Just makes you more of a well-rounded viewer. And it's, yeah, so it's been super cool. Yeah, like, I, I thought I had seen one of these movies. Because I was like, I remember, like, Tony Jaw doing, like, flips off an elephant or some shit. And I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. I've definitely seen this. I was like, pretty sure it's on box. So I watched on box and... There's like no elephants yeah. in it, and I was like, I was like, oh, okay, well then, like, it's it must have not been this one. Maybe maybe it is the protector. Oh, there's elephants in this movie. Clearly, this is the one where he's doing flips and shits off elephants and like kick right. people. No, <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what fucking he movie. Flip off an elephant. But like, where I'm talking like they're like out in the jungle and he's like fighting people on top of the elephants and like jumping oh. from elephant to elephant. That kicking might be people like Ongbok Two. It might be Ongbok Two or like is It Man? Is that one of them? It Man. Yeah. yeah, that's, no, that's not, not. That's not Tony Jaa. Tony Jaa. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Thai movies very well, uh, but I think it might be Ongbok Two. So maybe I'll check it's that out. It's a prequel, Ongbok Two. Is it? I believe Ongbok Two and Three are like prequels, where it's like they're going in reverse order. I. Think? How many Ongbok movies are there? I don't know. There's just... a shit ton of them. I just like Ongbok <laughs> in the fucking Amazon video and a million fucking things came up. <laughs> they were all the same movie, just <laughs> different titles. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but we'll see how it fares when it comes around to, uh, you know, tournament time, which is going to be later in the year. Like I said, we got two more, maybe three. I don't know what Brad's really planning on doing. He likes to just fucking just go. He likes to just throw just, shit He in, likes to wing it. We didn't realize this was happening until the first movie came up anyways, so I, I don't know. We'll see what he does. Um, but until then, where can we find you, Matt? You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Goodreads. Um, I'm always on Videoland, and I'm doing a lot of these podcasts, so you can find me here. Mm -hmm. Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. Uh, 
I don't know. I got nothing. What's you like Twitch? You want people to watch you play Hots? Milk Ducks on Twitch? Yeah. <laughs> Look up Milk Ducks on Twitch. I fucking dare you. <laughs> Why? I, I, did, I, I don't know. Do we have to do this right now? We don't. We don't have to. But we don't now, have to. Now no, that you're like I, reacting so strong, now no, what are you I doing? Like, I don't, what, okay. Go do your movie script life thing. Dot <laughs> <laughs> com. Oh, geez. Fine. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, you know, I'm the fake Jesus there. <laughs> the false yeah. Jesus. False uh, Jesus showed. False Jesus yeah, showed. That guy was a prick. Mm. Uh, <laughs> some dude was getting into him yesterday, too, on Solo. Whatever, dude. Just fucking go away. <laughs> Um, we were such a nice community for the most yeah, part. Sure. Wow, there's been a lot of assholes lately. Could be an asshole yeah. if you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, which is me, I think sometimes. <laughs> um, who's Ramsey? Yeah, I guess me. Uh, <laughs> but you can find me movie script life. Uh, a lot of other places. Um, another thing I I want to throw out. Uh, Nathan and I work for an autism center, and we have a big fundraiser. So if you're in the Lafayette area uh, on the ninth. Uh, it's for Little Star. It's like a superhero themed thing, so it kind of fits in with this group. Like it's it's pretty cool. You're helping out kids uh, get some some therapy uh, for our cap fund, which is when insurance doesn't quite work out for them. Uh, we can throw money towards that family so that the kid doesn't you know have to leave and stop getting therapy. Right. So it's a really worthy cause. It's a lot of like local people, and I know not everyone is based here in Lafayette, Indiana, but it is our home base, and so I just wanted to give some love to that and get the word out there a little bit more. Uh, anything else, guys? Anything you guys got? I don't think so, man. No? Yeah. Well, I had fun with this conversation. I, I, I didn't yeah. think I was going to enjoy this one that much, but I actually, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it turns like, out they throw an elephant through a glass window. The greatest moment in movie history happened. I got to see that. Like, what can you ask more for? Nothing. Like, I've seen fucking weird Bollywood movies with, like, horses sliding under trains and shit. Like, but oh, this tops yeah. it. This tops it by, like, fucking just a gazillion points. It's amazing. Go, just watch that scene you don't have to watch either of these movies just go look elephant plate glass window <laughs> fucking beautiful <laughs> fucking i'm getting that tattooed like right on my ass oh wow right. really liked it. Yeah. elephant on one ass cheek plate glass window on the other dude in the middle <laughs> <laughs> like going for it no i got you yeah, yeah. Anyways, all right uh, anyways uh, it was a good conversation uh until next time Keep it tight. I don't know. <laughs> what? That's, that's, I don't, uh, what's our, what's our sign off? Stay groovy. Stay uh, groovy. Like, don't, don't be an asshole. Well, Brad, uh, as always, peace out. Peace out. Yeah. Yeah. Peace out. Yeah.